Hi, welcome Hi. to Die Hard Podcast. Die Hard Order <laughs> Podcast. Number 75. <laughs> the, the high was much better than the first the first take. <laughs> yeah, we, we had the to, high was much better. We had time. to jump in and, and do a quick restart there. <laughs> Uh, so we're doing today. I think it's. Uh, I think it's. I think it's right? seventy four. I think. I think it's seventy three. I just checked and I just forgot. So I think, let's say seventy three. Seventy three. That sounds <clears throat> nice. We'll fix it later. Yeah. Well, you know, it doesn't matter. It's all. It's all good. It doesn't matter. Nobody's listening. Nobody cares. Nobody's listening. Nobody cares. <laughs> so we might as well just say it's seventy-three and fuck them if it's. Nobody's not. paying attention. Uh, today we're doing the movie We Die. Yeah. We Die Young. Um, which I was. I don't know. I mean, it wasn't the greatest movie I've seen, but I. I it held my interest and, uh, <laughs> you know, it's it's about Jean Claude Van Damme, but. Where he actually does kind of some act out acting a little bit. I'm not saying he he does, he does no speaking. He doesn't speak at all because he he has no vocal cords. Oh, I think I lost you. There we go. Yeah. All right. Fixed yeah. Did it. we ever did they ever explain why was that? Is it, oh, yeah, he got was that because of the the, the the. He got shot in the okay. war. Yeah. Like, there was one of the flashbacks where it shows that, that he actually got shot in the war and it took his vocal cords. It wasn't from smoking, which is what the obvious was. Because he did smoke. And his girlfriend was, like, always mad at him for mm. smoking. But that's not what took it. Like, throat cancer didn't take his vocal cords. A bullet in, like, Afghanistan took his vocal cords. I think by the time it got to that part of the flashback, because they kept flashing back, like, a couple times... By the time I got to that flashback, I think I the kind of checked out a little bit. Right, uh, you know what I thought was sort of hilarious so, so, about so this, like last like, this, like last five to ten minutes, last five or ten minutes, I was kind of like in and out. So yeah, and I I can see that. Um, but like what I thought was hilarious about this movie was <laughs> that you know you see like your cheesy Jean Claude Van Damme action movie, like that's a common thing, and then you also see. Mm. Like the, mm -hmm. hey, it's so tough growing up in the hood kind of movies. Like, you see those all the time, too. But this is the first time I've ever seen where somebody said, hey, let's make a it's so tough growing up in the hood movie and make it a Jean-Claude Van Damme cheesy action movie. Also, let's, let's, let's talk about the, the, there's a voiceover at the beginning talking about, it's about like uh, MS-13, right? Taking over DC. Yeah. The the best thing about it is the it's it's it's, it's talking about DC. It has like three stock footage shots of DC, and then it shoots straight to this neighborhood, which is clearly in Bulgaria. Yeah, it's definitely not in. <laughs> which is supposed to be in DC, DC now. <laughs> but yeah, you're right. You're right. It did. It showed like kind of your generic stock photos of Southeast DC, which I don't know if, if you're listening. If you've ever been to Southeast DC, it's a shithole. Uh, you know, and so then you get that and you're like, oh, okay, we're in Southeast D.C. That's pretty rough. And then you're right. It's like, obviously, like we didn't have the money to actually film in D.C. Or we didn't want to because we were afraid MS-13 might kill us. So we went to Bulgaria. 
I, I, I'm assuming it's it's cheaper to fly a bunch of like Hispanic and Mexican guys to Bulgaria than it is to actually shoot in DC. So that's basically what they did. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. I I guarantee you, it's ungodly expensive to shoot in um, DC. Like for example, House of Cards was shot like around Baltimore because they couldn't afford to shoot it in DC. <laughs> Um, yeah, and, yeah, just and and it, and that would be fine. Like I would, I would forgive it. It's just, it's just so funny. Like it doesn't, doesn't make any sense for it to be in DC. It could be anywhere. Like I don't know why they said in DC because it doesn't have anything to do with anything. <laughs> that actually, that actually is some of the, the in, uh, some of the talking points that I wanted to talk about. Uh, why they did it in D.C. and why it makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I actually went and talked to an MS-13 guy yesterday. Yeah. Um, and he's incarcerated for murder, yeah. and he's definitely legit uh, MS-13. Or at least he's got a huge tattoo on his fucking forehead that says MS-13. So I'm guessing he's legit. And, um, okay. you know, he hadn't, he, he hadn't seen the movie. Like, I asked him, I said, hey, did you see the movie We Die Young? It's about MS. <laughs> it's about MS thirteen, and he was like, "Oh, well, then it's probably bullshit." He's like, "He's like, hey, I don't." Yeah. He's like, "Oh, I don't get out much." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's in jail, right? Because he's, <laughs> he's, he's probably he's probably been so. in jail for a while. Um, and so like he hadn't seen it, so I was kind of like telling him about it, and I said, "Well, it takes place in DC," and he mm. was immediately like. Well, that makes sense because MS-13, like, runs the whole metro area. He's, like, you know, uh, the strongest place in the country, like, people think is Los Angeles for him. He said, but that's actually a misconception and that it's the, the, the D.C. area that is where their presence is the strongest. And he was, like, you know, we're definitely the, the biggest the, the uh, biggest organization because actual gang members don't refer themselves as gang members. They say that they're members of an organization, <laughs> which is just, I mean, that's one of those mm -hmm. interesting things, but you'll never get a gang member to say, oh, yeah, I'm in a gang. He'll say, oh, I'm a member of the MS-13 organization. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it, but he said that the organization of MS-13 is strongest actually in, like, and not so much D.C. itself, but, like, uh, you know, Silver Spring, Alexandria, like, the whole metro area, they, they pretty much own the uh, streets mm -hmm. there, or at least according to this guy, you know. Mm -hmm. you know and, and he was saying how in Los Angeles that there is a big uh, MS-13 presence, but there's also other presences, like, other Hispanic gangs. So, you know, you've got, like, the Mef Mexican Mafia and, uh, mm -hmm. like, the 18th Street fuck guys and all that. Um, whereas in DC, it's pretty much just mm -hmm. MS-13. I got you. That makes sense. So it, I, I mean, that makes that, that makes sense, but it also like <laughs> the problem with it is like, I mean, I still just thought it was just kind of like they could have been like more kind of a DC presence, but like I mean, it's it's not that type of movie, so no, yeah, it makes sense for and, sure. You know, and also. Um, <laughs> What, what was I thinking? Oh, it's it freaking... They didn't capture, like, how awful freaking Southeast D.C. is, I feel like. I mean, they, they, they did kind of because it was overrun by gang members and everything. But, like, if you're in Southeast D.C., you can't walk, like, ten feet without a crackhead accosting you. And, I mean, even if you're in a gang and stuff, there's st you're still going to have... Uh, and, like, granted, Jean-Claude Damn Vam had the buddy who was the crackhead. 
um, you know, like the old lovable crackhead, but you know, like in, yeah, in DC, <laughs> yeah. like they're everywhere. You know, that's all you get. Um, so yeah, I mean that was the thing too. It's it's like they were supposed to be in this gang, this gang infested area, but you see Van Dam walking down the street, just hanging out with his girlfriend, and I swear to God, I saw this couple walk behind them, this like straight, like straight up waspy couple walk right, right across the street. I was like, there's no way. That couple lives in this neighborhood. Yeah, those Bulgarians didn't. Not to say that you can't be like white in this neighborhood, sure. But these, but this couple was straight up just like like fucking white bread type stuff. Right, like, 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 you know, no, like who just, is these? Just like what, kind, what neighborhood is this? Yeah, just like looking at them, you got a little more gentrified from just like being within ten feet of them walking around. <laughs> Um, and you could just kind of tell it was like constantly on a set, which 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 is which is fine, like to be on a set, but it's just like the way it was utilized was a little, a little meh. Yeah. But, um, and I, I, how did you watch this? Did did somebody recommend this to you? Uh, no. We at work, you know, we get trained on um like gang, uh stuff, mm. and they send us like a list of movies about gang members to watch and it was like the only mm. thing on that list this cycle and so we were like okay well let's yeah. give it a shot and we were like you know because it said like ms-13 you know it was like a real quick bio it was like oh this is about a kid joining ms-13 and john Claude van damme's in it and so i was like what the mm. fuck like now i now i gotta know you know like the fact that it was <laughs> so you know like one of these hood movies but also jean Claude van damme like i was like okay i gotta figure out what's going on here so yeah, that's how I found that one. It's funny. It's, it's funny too. I I looked up the director right, and he's done. He did a short film, mm-hmm. which I don't know if you can look it up right now. But the short the short film is from two thousand seven, and it was like had all these awards. It's like the most nominated. Like it's the most like it's in the Guinness World Records for like the most nominated really? short film of like in various festivals or whatever. But the, the description is basically this movie minus Jean Claude Van Damme it being like uh, MS thirteen, huh? And Van Damme, but that that character is in the in the short. This, this character is in the short, but like, it's just so funny that I didn't watch it. But like, to make your this short film that's apparently like regarded and it was nominated for an Oscar for like best short film, huh? What you do with it, like, in like fifteen years, is you make a Jean Claude Van Damme movie about MS thirteen. That like, is so like, weird. Well, and especially, like, (laughs) probably the way it worked was he got all this buzz about him. And so then somebody said, hey, we'll give you a we'll give you, you know, a couple million dollars to go ahead and make this a full length feature film. And he was like, "Okay, great. Where do I sign? And they're like, sign right here. And like, as soon as the ink was dry, they were like, oh, yeah. And Jean-Claude Van Damme. (laughs) Uh, And you're shooting in Bulgaria. (laughs) Yeah. And you're shooting in Bulgaria. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it just, I mean, like the, the way, I mean, it looks, I wasn't, like, I, I don't hate the movie. I thought it had some interesting stuff, but I wasn't a big fan of it either. And like, <laughs> to the entire, it's one of those movies where it's like the entire time, like, I would love to just, I just want to rewrite this right, like right now. Just like, right. like if you just rewrote it at one pass, you know it, it'd be it, so much better. Come on. You like, know what it is it's one of those movies that made me want to watch a much better movie. Like, have you ever seen the movie City of God? It's, old now 
Yeah. You know, like the whole time yeah. I'm watching it, I'm like, wow, this should be City. I wish I was watching City of God right now. I, mean, I feel like that's probably what he was going for, but like a lo-fi, but like he just couldn't quite pull it off. I felt like there was big Goodfellas vibes too at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Because it has like all the, like the, the, like the, the car, ch- the, the car chase and the flash, like the flash of the car chase, but then it like flashes back and the, the kid goes into a voiceover with like, oh, this is the most exciting day of my life. And he flashes back to like his daily business at a la Goodfellas. Right. <clears throat> right. Um, yeah. No, I can see. Which I'm, I'm confused if this kid was part of, if this kid was part of M- M- MS-13, why didn't he have any tattoos? Like, isn't that a thing? Well, and that's see, that's another thing that's. Kind Are you of assuming weird. he'd be just tattooed up, tied up too? Yeah, and that's something that's kind of weird about MS thirteen is that uh, their leadership actually discourages uh, people from getting MS thirteen tattoos because it makes them like so ridiculous, ridiculously easily to identify. Like it's so crazy. I mean, like I said, I was like, oh yeah, like I <laughs> definitely find some shit. MS thirteen guys to ask about the movie. Because, you know, they stick out like sore thumbs because they all have these huge MS-13 face tattoos, right? Um, and the leadership actually tries to discourage that and say, like, when you join and you become a new member that you shouldn't do that. Uh, but everybody wants the status so much and, like, kind of like the fear factor and, and being left alone mm-hmm. that they still do it. Like, they can't stop the practice of it. Um, you know, like the guys who That's have all watching, been they're watching the movie too the entire time. Right. Oh, oh you there? I'm here. I was, that's, while I was watching the movie, that's what I, was, I was thinking the entire time watching the movie. It's like, it's like, you guys stick out so much. Like, it can't be hard for like, you know what I mean? Like, basically like, I need to find you guys because like, you're right there. Like, 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 it's like, yeah. it's like I mean, like, you're in this funny. one block. Like, like you... Um, the, the, like the first guy I ever met who was in M- MS-13, like I was uh, quote unquote shaking him down. Like I was going through his cell looking for contraband, you know, patting him down. And I was kind of like, oh, you're an MS-13. I was like, you're the first time I've ever met an MS-13 gang member. And he was like, no, man, I'm not an MS-13. Like, I don't know why you would say that. And I'm like, because it's tattooed on your fucking face, dude. Like, yeah, I mean, it was a freaking eight-inch tattoo on his face that said MS-13. And he was still like, no, man, I'm not in that. And, and he was like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, no, that's that. He's like, I, I, I'm not, I don't do that anymore. That, that's an old tattoo from when I was a kid. I was like, dude, you're 22 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Your first tattoo is in MS-13 tattoo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but of course, you know, I mean, I mean, I thought it was interesting with the, the with the main with with. Ugh. Lag is killing me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Lag is killing me. Um, I thought it was what was interesting was was the, the basically like the, our main like. Get head of the gang of MS-13 that he was stuck at like his sister's wedding the entire that time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like putting that together. And I, I like that he was a, a kind of a sympathetic figure. You know, usually the head of the gang in these movies, even mm-hmm. in the ones, even in the non-action movies, usually the head of the gang is like the real douchebag. Um, but he was actually kind of a sympathetic character in this, which yeah. I thought was a nice touch. Um, yeah, which 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 I thought like the beginning where he's like stabbing stabbing the guy in the face or whatever whatever he did at the beginning was kind of like 
I feel like that was probably just to establish that he's a like MS thirteen, but like you didn't really need that. Like no. you know, like these these guys are bad people. You know that from it's like it's unnecessary. Yeah, but I mean, it's an action movie, so you need to see some some violence, some gore, and, and yeah, and some just yeah. useless brutality. Um, so we also started on uh, what was the movie called? The, the not the movie, the television show, The Boys. Um, and um, well, you've only seen the first two episodes, so I won't throw out too much about it. But like, what are your first impressions on that? Um, I I read the comic a while back too, and I tried to find it to refresh my memory to see how much they stuck to it. I feel like they stick to it pretty well. Nice. I was never a big fan of the comic book because I, th- I always thought all the characters like just talk too much. Right. But I think I think this. I mean, yeah, it's it's not too bad. I'm, I'm I'm a little burnt out on superheroes, and I know it's like kind of a, almost like an anti superhero thing, but it's still kind of a superhero thing. Sure. It's, but I mean, it's 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 pretty good. And I'll, I'll probably keep watching for sure. Yeah. That, well, and see, and that's what I. What did. about you? What do you think? I, what are you I, that's what I really liked it about it was I liked seeing kind of an anti superhero. Um, show or, or you know sort of an anti-superhero mm-hmm. take uh, and you know because that is something that gets glossed over in a lot of comic books is the superheroes like even though they'll have yeah. things wrong with them none of them are very bad people and I was like you know you've got to think that there's got to be mm-hmm. some dudes who are superheroes but they're also kind of shit people um, you know and like like Marvel yeah. like Marvel especially but in even DC they go out of their way to like have their heroes be kind of flawed so you feel they're kind of human but they're never flawed to the point where you're like oh my god I don't even I can't believe I have to be in a room with this asshole whereas in the, the that's all they are in in the mm. boys uh which made me happy Yeah I mean well, I mean it's it's I mean I, I, Yeah I mean I mean superheroes I think have a a place and for that which is nice like you know, a nice positive. Like you know, you you think there's some good in the world, or like you know, you can be a superhero, you can aspire to be like act like them and stuff like that. Right. Especially around, uh, nowadays. But then, like, yeah, I mean, the boys is a nice anti, kind of the polar opposite, a nice uh, like antidote to some of that stuff, just to kind of keep it grounded. Which I mean, I like, I, I like it. I I liked it a lot. Um, I'll probably hopefully finish it. Um, yeah, <laughs> not, I mean, you were saying the, the soundtrack is really good, which is awesome. Right, it's some really good songs. Um, yeah, um, no, well, the soundtrack did you finish it was yet? amazing. Yeah, I just finished it this morning. And now, did you see the part? I don't want to spoil it, so I'm gonna. <laughs> but did you see the part where um, A Train is talking to the Make a Wish kid? Yes. yes. Like, that was so amazing. When he was like, I tell you what, if you get better, I'll teach you how to run as fast as I am. And the kid goes, are you going to teach me how to outrun cancer? <laughs> I was like, that is, I, I was hooked. After, after that, I was okay, like, I'm watching the rest of this movie. Well, because he was like, he was looking for a different superhero. He was like, where's Translucent? Yeah. He's like, uh, maybe he can stop by in a week and it pans over to the doctor where he's just like, like no, nope, uh-uh. <laughs> he doesn't have a week. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. And, I mean, I, I'm glad Elizabeth Shue is, is, in, the, yes. is, in, is in the show. I'm, I'm glad she's she's back. And she's fantastic in it. Um, she's very evil. And yeah, I, I mean, I so far, that. and I'm, I mean, 
<laughs> I, I mean, I always get like if you look at the boys and preacher, I always get the same. The, the guys look at, like virtually the same. Yeah, <laughs> like Carl Urban and whoever does the preacher guy. Uh huh. Like, they both like look the same, so it's almost like. I get them mixed up. Yeah, but. well, and I, I really got, I really got a, a preacher vibe from this, um, like watching it. Um, in fact, uh, I have an ex-girlfriend mm-hmm. who um, we still keep in touch when it comes to like art, and you know, like if there's if there's some sort of good comic book that she's reading, she was real big into comics and stuff. She'll, you know, uh, she'll text me, or mm-hmm. uh, you know, if I, if there's like a show. And she was a huge fan of Preacher, the comic book, and mm. Preacher, the show. So I texted her and I said, hey, you ought to check out um, The Boys. And, and, and then I asked her, you know, have you read the comics? And uh, she was like, no, but I'll check it out. And I actually ordered the first few comic books off of Amazon. Well, I think they're both written by the same guy. Oh, I think it's for both of them, didn't he? I don't, you know, that's not sure, but I bet you they I are. I think so. I bet, and that would that would really make a lot of sense if they were, um, because you know, like I like I said, I got a lot. Like of they're the same guy, and then they're, they're they're both produced by uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg as well, so they must just be yeah going through the image. Right. Go in this oeuvre to make as many shows as they can. Yeah, and that makes sense. Um, yeah, that definitely. I haven't watched any of Preacher. I have a bunch a of Preacher comics. Oh, I haven't watched any of them. You read the comics? Uh, yeah, I have. I like like a bunch like about seven or eight collections of the, the Preacher ones. Nice. I haven't watched the show yet. And see, I've I've only seen the show. I've watched the first two seasons of the show, and I, now you're gonna love mm-hmm. the show because uh, it's action packed. The action in it is spectacular. The violence is great, um, and you know the the humor in it is pretty <laughs> good too. You know, it's got that whole sort of dark and bleak humor and the dark and bleak storylines, which I like. But like the action in it is fucking spectacular. Yeah, preacher. When when the comic book goes in places you like, you'd never see in comics before. <laughs> like, right. and you hopefully I don't see on TV because it might be a little too much. Right. But uh... so, yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, I'm gonna have to unfortunately wrap this one up a little bit early because I see some bad things coming down the pike. Uh, i.e. I, I see a bunch of people with our, no, I see, internet lag <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly I see a bunch of people coming up the freaking driveway with their cell phones out so I know that like here in a couple seconds it's gonna freaking oh, no. slam this whole fucking podcast thing shut um, I'm like I'm gonna figure something out <laughs> very soon about how to make the internet work correctly uh, but I, I, which I'm sure means that I'm gonna have to just get my own internet or something but this hopefully won't be a problem too much longer just like the politicians blame the internet for everything Sam pretty much pretty much it's the internet's fault (laughs) oh it's episode 74 we're on episode 74 it is yep so oh there we go mystery solved (laughs) mystery solved um, so tune in next week when we hopefully don't have as much lag and uh, we'll make that work. <laughs> or, or not, whatever. Or not. It's we'll fine. figure it out, yeah. 
All right. Well, peace out. See you next time, guys, or listen yeah. to you next time. <laughs> do that yeah stupid fucking lag man I hate it I hate lag <laughs>